Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. All right, today we're in 1 Peter 1, 3 through 6. I'm going to read this section from the New International Version. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. So cool to me how this section of the letter begins. Peter and all of the New Testament writers spend a significant amount of time teaching about Jesus and what he's done for us. But throughout this letter, you will notice that Peter consistently praises God the Father for the work of Christ, especially for Gentiles. And that's us, don't forget. And Gentiles... They didn't know really much of anything about the Jewish Yahweh, the God of the Old Testament. And so here, Peter's both praising God the Father and revealing something of his character. It might not be the first thing we noticed, but Peter teaches us a lot about God as he's teaching us about Christ. I just love it. There we go again, (laughs) stopping after just a few words. Man, at this rate, we'll never finish. But please don't quit on me yet. Okay, let's take a look at what God has done. In his mercy and through the resurrection of Jesus, God has given us new birth into a living hope and into an inheritance. And whoa, what an inheritance it is. Imperishable, undefiled, pure, unfading, priceless. That sounds like a treasure to me. But wait, seriously, wait. An inheritance doesn't come immediately, right? You've got to wait for it. But Peter reminds us that God is keeping this inheritance for us in heaven. And until you and I get there, his power is guarding us. We don't have to worry about whether this is for real or not. And this is great news for the church in every age. No matter the time, no matter the circumstance that we're living in, you have a hope that is eternal. Jesus defeated death and he is coming again. And that is worth raising a hallelujah. And that's precisely the reaction that Peter wants from these Christians, rejoicing. And listen, when he talks about them suffering and grieving and experiencing all kinds of trials, he's serious. Peter is in Rome right now writing this letter, and Rome is burning, literally. Nero blamed the burning on Christians and proceeded to persecute many of them. And that level of physical persecution, it might not have reached these churches in Asia Minor just yet, but it is coming. And in the meantime, they're living with insults, slander, and discrimination. Peter deliberately reminds them of the priceless gift of their salvation, the eternal hope that God has given them, so that they can rejoice in their identity as the church of Christ, the family of God, sons and daughters, brothers and sisters. This is the good news. And in a world of uncertainty, nothing could be more certain than that. So what do we take from that? I hope we walk in a spirit of rejoicing today, 
even if today is no better than yesterday, and even if tomorrow brings something worse, you and me, we know the Savior. We are children of a faithful God who loved us so much he sent his only son to die for us. And the story isn't finished because he's got a heavenly home waiting for us, right? And in the meantime, let's praise him and let's share our hope with someone whose life is hopeless. Praise you, God. Praise you, Jesus. You are the hope of the world. You are the hope of the church. You are our hope, my hope. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.